Hello, I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. It is FMC Tuesday morning here on Fightful Overbooked. Thank you guys for hanging out, for tuning in, for being with us on this beautiful. It's actually the weather is shitty here in Ohio, gloomy. as it always it's gloomy, is. Gloomy here in New York as well. Yeah, yeah. Weather sucks. Uh, thank you guys for being here. We are here to chat about the world of basketball and the world of trashy reality television. And unfortunately, before we even get started here, SB3, I hate to do this to you. I was going to do it a surprise and then a terrible surprise. I feel like an awful friend for even doing this. But then the, the dumb Caden has to ruin it by posting in the private chat. So Caden's here. Thanks for ruining the surprise, Caden. You couldn't just like wait. You couldn't like not nope. post anything. In the nope. private chat, you can have the day after dynamite look that I have. Why? Why did you? Why did you post in the private chat? This is supposed to be my big I, grand present to SB3 because he's feeling down about the LeBron James interview, and I was going to cheer him up with you, and then you were just you spoiled it. Why'd you do that? See, cheering me up with SP3 works normally, but on this show it does not. <laughs> what are you here to talk about? Why are you here? I'm here to talk a little bit about hockey. It's <laughs> right. I, I like the hockey. Do you know who the 2022 Stanley Cup champions are? There's the Colorado Avalanche, yes. Right. There you go. Kale McCarr, Gabe Landeskog. Neither uh, of them play right now, so good job. I know. Everybody's injured. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Jeremy, the funny thing is, is that on my franchise mode in NHL 22, Gabe Landeskog's my number one left winger, and he's also injured. Uh, best wishes to Gabe Landskog. I need him back soon. Yes, y'all, y'all really need him. But it's trade deadline. We've won we, six in a row. We don't need him that bad. We're rolling, yeah, baby. We are cooking. But I, look, I'm cheering for Colorado in the West. You know, I'm always do cheering that. for them. I don't want okay. your support. I, okay, fine, fine, Jeremy, fine. I, I won't cheer for them then. Let's go Arizona Coyotes. I'll cheer for the there Coyotes. Go. There you go. So this week was trade deadline week. It's not even the deadline hasn't even come, and yet everybody right. and their mother has been traded at this point. We got Timo Meyer was traded last weekend to. Oh, New- this is a much more. You're muted. This is a much more interesting topic. Flavor of gum tier rankings. <laughs> That's the next one. That's the next video we're gonna do. Yeah, we gotta do this. I we love my tier. I love my this. tier rankings, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what it's all about. All right. We're going to do that video. <laughs> Continue, Caden, whatever you were speaking about. Timo Meyer is on the New Jersey Devils. They've gotten really stacked up front. They're looking good. We've got uh, yesterday the Toronto Maple Leafs making another blockbuster deal. Last week, they got Ryan O'Reilly to add to their center depth. Already having Austin Matthews and John Tavares up the middle, probably like one of the best one-twos on the center line. But now you got Ryan O'Reilly in there, who's actually going to take Tavares' spot, and they're moving Tavares out to the wing. So uh, that's really stacking up the Leafs. And then yesterday, they also added Sam Lafferty up front. I think he's going to be on the third line. And then Jake McCabe on the back end for about a 50% retained salary. And they only lost a conditional first-rounder in 2025, and it's protected. It's a top-10 protected pick. So the Leafs... Absolutely fleece Chicago yesterday in that deal. And Toronto actually might win a round, Jeremy. They might make it past the first round. They gotta play Tampa Bay. Uh they do. I mean, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's I'll always be there. Be tough. Ta- Tampa Bay overpaid for Tanner Janot, but 
I mean, they, they do this every single trade deadline where they get these guys yeah. that they overpay for and then they make the Stanley Cup final. So uh, I'm not going to question Tampa Bay's methods. The The East is a bloodbath. I'm really looking forward to watching the Eastern Conference playoffs. I mean, my team's in the West. That's not as stacked, but I'm I'm really looking forward to the, the Eastern playoffs. There's a lot of good hockey teams in the East and should be a lot of really fun series all throughout. Yeah, that's what I was the last thing I was going to bring up is the East looks incredible. Every trade has basically gone through the East. There was speculation that Vegas could have gotten Timo Meyer, but with New Jersey getting him, I just don't see a, a team like Colorado, if they're fully healthy, is the only team I could see even coming out of the West and winning. Other than that, I think any but unless like the East just takes each other out because they go to an all out bloody battle and they just that's destroy each for. other. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, I mean, this season, I'm, I'm really excited for the playoff, especially on the Eastern side. I think it's going to be brutal and competitive. And on the West, I actually am really excited because I think it's a little more open and there's not really like a clear front runner other than maybe Vegas. And even that, I'm not fully sure. You mean the on. team that got shut out 3 nothing last night? Those yeah. Las Vegas Golden Knights? Yeah, like the, nobody in the West looks fantastic. So I'm kind of excited to see... In the West, the team like, that has it, the team that, that has it won six straight and is still missing guys, and uh, the 2022 Stanley Cup champions, that team doesn't look fantastic. They don't look fantastic, Jeremy. They do not. <laughs> Hockey's great. Great insight there, Caden. Anything else you have to add? No. All right. Good. Good appearance. Uh. Yeah, sorry about that, SP3. I thought he was going to cheer you up, and then he just comes on and says a bunch of nothing. Now that's on hey, me. That's on it me. Gave, it gave me time to to quote tweet your <laughs> FMC is live by by quote tweeting, and I and I quote, "Why the hell is Kate in here?" And we have yeah. to talk hockey when LeBron James is injured. Find out why on an all new FMC on Fightful Overbook. Also fair. Uh, real quickly, on the hockey front, and Caden's not here anymore. Maybe he'll watch this show on repeat. I don't know. He'll probably message me about something anyway. Uh, yeah, Caden's going on a dark darkness retreat. Uh, I am going to do a trade deadline show. The trade deadline's Friday. I think I'm going to go on Twitch and just like play some hockey video games and talk about all the trades. So SP3, if you just want to come hang out and talk hockey, and I know you don't like hockey, uh, you're more than welcome to. You're always <laughs> talk about how me. Adam Banks is the best player <laughs> in the NHL, and Charlie Conway's got a lot of heart. I think I would put Julie the Cat uh, between between in the goalie position instead of uh, what was his Greg Goldberg. Oh, you know, Greg Goldberg, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you if you want to if you want more hockey talk, I'll try to not have Kate in there because why? Uh, but on Twitch, Twitch Friday afternoon, come hang out with me as I play some hockey video games and review all the trade deadline news in the world of of hockey. I think I'm gonna do it. I don't hold me to any of this shit, please. Uh, but that that's my plan. Anyway, I've been twitching SB3. I've been I see you like on drugs. Yeah, I've, I've been, been I, I I pop in in the chat. I know. I appreciate you. I appreciate that you come hang out and banter about as I try to beat Andre the Giant at wrestling uh, in Legends of Wrestling. Rob did you Wilkins. beat him? I, I didn't. I, I did. Didn't, oh man, big monumental moment last night. Last Great. night when I finally beat him. Oh, it was huge. It was a huge victory. I, I think I, I scared the entire house because I, I popped <laughs> so big that I finally fucking beat him. Uh, Rob Wilkins, I'm only here so I don't get fined. And Milf talk. Oh, I'm fired up about the Milf Manor. 
Oh, I didn't get my tweets off because I went on a darkness retreat this weekend. I was off Twitter. And so I didn't get my MILF Manor tweets off. I'm fired up about it. I'm hopefully, um, hopefully Ross Berman is going to join us. I'll send him the link. But first, SP3. well, shout out. Wait, first, shout out to, to Rob Wilkins. He was an all timer guest on True Hill Heat 214. He had the jokes talking about rubbing his nipples to the elite versus House of Black. He talked about glizzies. He talked about oh he talked about his ex getting a job at Greyhound so she can get ran over. Some all timer lines from Rob Wilkins. Rob <laughs> Wilkins will be back on True Hill. I just wanted to let that. Rob out. rules. He ignored my text because he was recording with you. I sent him a text. I was like, "Hey, can you can you do something for me?" And he's like, "I don't have time for you. I'm a big star now." Talking with SB3. <laughs> like, Thanks a lot, Wilkins. <laughs> Yes, he big time you for me. He I did. love it. I love he it. He did. He complete. I did. I had to go through the wife. I was like, "Can you message this person for me?" Because Wilkins is big timing me right now. Jerks. See, look at look Jerks at Dolores. Dolores is is the queen of the plugs for True Hill. He she said Rob was great. He was. Rob's the best. Everyone watch uh, Coexisting with Rob and yes. Maggie every Fridays right here on this channel. Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern. So see, on Friday, you can watch me on Twitch, talk about hockey if you would like, and then you can jump on over. I'm pretty sure the deadline's like right at 3. And you can jump on over to Fightful Overbooked, and you can listen to Rob and Maggie talk about wrestling. We got you covered, whether it's sports or professional wrestling, which we don't talk about on this show. You know what we do talk about on this show, SP3. I'm sorry I got to bring this up. I'm sorry. Because oh, we, you were on Twitch with me yesterday, and we were talking a I was on bit a about high. the Lakers. Yeah. And I told you, like, I bet I bet on the Lakers. I Before they made the trades, I bet on them to make the playoffs. Before they made the Westbrook trade. That's how confident I was in LeBron James and top five MVP candidate Anthony Davis. And even when Russell Westbrook was still there, I was still confident this team's going to make the playoffs. They made the trades, and I was even more confident on it of like oh the, the team is they're they're in it right now they got the depth finally they have role players who are in the right position they're they're more balanced now they, they're good they're definitely good and they were cooking after the trade deadline that come back against the maverick which the maverick should be ashamed of themselves for the way they played in that second half jason kidd should be fired after that game Kyrie i love Irving. jason jason kidd calling out oh uh, he Luka Dantage in the post game yeah presser saying that it's a maturity issue we have to grow up if we want to win a championship go ahead jay kid throw your best player under the bus i love it dude him saying him saying like i'm watching like all of y'all like you know i'm just what really you're the you're the coach you don't have he's any control like, he's, he's like, I, I i can't be in control of this it's not up to me i was like jason, what jason kid jason kid and us sp3 we have the same power when it comes to the dallas mavericks we're in the same position when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks, uh, me, you, Jason Kidd, no hierarchy there. We're just wa- nope. watching them. We can't control nope. anything. We're just watching them. Absolutely horrible. But I was, I, I was feeling good about your Lakers, and then last night they announced LeBron James could be out multiple weeks with a foot injury. How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling a little bit better. Because, you know, my good friend, Laker Files, I follow all the Laker fan accounts out there because I am a, a Laker leader, a Laker fan leader, and it's inflammation on his ankle. So once that goes down, 
he's going to play through it. So it's not a season-ending injury, which is how it sounded when that first report came out. They said, you know, he's going to be out an indefinite amount of time. As we saw with Anthony Davis earlier on in the season, he was supposed to be out an indefinite amount of time, and a lot of people thought he would be out for months. I think he was out for, what, three, four weeks? So that wasn't too bad. I think that they don't know right now how long he's going to be out, but I mean, it's it's up to this revamped roster now. It's up to uh, Anthony Davis to play like he did against the Dallas Mavericks. That was top five MVP candidate, Anthony Davis, against the Dallas Mavericks. It's up to who I think is the second best player on this team with no LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt was nice on, <laughs> who, on Sunday who, against the Mavs. Who, he is, was nice. who, who locked up, who Ching Ching locked up uh, Luka Doncic during that game when we needed to make that comeback. We're the only team in the NBA that have come back from two 25-point deficits this season. And we need, you know, D'Angelo Russell, who rolled his ankle and didn't play in the Dallas Mavericks game. Hopefully he's back tonight against the Grizzlies. Hopefully he can, you know, stay healthy and be on the court. Mo Bamba, Rui Hashimura, uh, Malik Beasley has been hitting some big threes for us. We need all our role players to play around Anthony Davis. And we need Anthony Davis to play at that top five MVP candidate that I said he was. I need him to play like that over the next what I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I'm gonna put out there a number. I'm gonna say the next eight to ten games. Eight to ten games is what we need. I think that LeBron may miss up to that. I don't see him missing like more than ten games. I know, I know. He's gonna be missing half of this. He's gonna be missing half of these games that are left in the season because inflammation on an ankle this late in the season at his age, 38 years old, is is always bad and i'm starting to feel like what i said i i it was like it was like a, a damned it vision but i really feel like he gassed out like he used it was like it was like he had a little bit of money left lebron james and he spent it all on a shopping spree at Foot Locker for a whole bunch of sneakers for himself when his kids are at home and need diapers and food on the table that's what I feel like he did with getting the scoring record. It feels like ever since he got the scoring record, he's been, he's like the old car that you, you know, you get, you, it starts off like, and then you're able to get just to work and you have to get more gas and, you know, fix stuff under the engine to get back home. That's what he, and that's what I feel like he did. He, he spent all his gas. He spent all his little bit of money on the shopping spree. He got his car just to work and then he can't get back home. Like, I feel like he has gassed out and he used what was left in his 38 year old body to get the storing record. And now there's work to be done. And he himself said, these are the most important 23 games of his entire career. And he's going to be missing probably half. They definitely need Anthony Davis to play like the top five MVP candidate. Like they, so much falls on him right now. Like so much falls on him and and just, he's going to have to step up. He's going to have to step up. Like that, it, there's no, there's no two ways about it. He can't be passive. We've seen way too many games where he's just passive. That was the complaint about him in the first half of the Mavericks game. It's like, how's Anthony Davis not doing anything 
in this game. Yeah. You know, when they lost when they lost to uh, the Thunder, it's like how does Anthony Davis? The Thunder got no interior presence. It's like how does Anthony Davis have nothing in this game? He's got to completely step up and take over. Can he do it for a stretch of ten games without LeBron James? I don't know. I don't know if he's that guy anymore. I, I just. I'm not sure. The roster better constructed to to utilize his strengths than it was before the trade deadline. I will say that. He's got shooters to kick it out to. Having D'Angelo Russell healthy will certainly help because other like Dennis Schroeder's good. I got I got no no knock on Dennis Schroeder. Um, but otherwise they 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 lack like sort of just an off the dribble kind of guy. Yeah, they traded away all their point guards. I'm not saying that was a mistake because I don't think Patrick Beverly was giving you too much. Westbrook was was Westbrook, but Russell being hurt, like they they don't have as many creators. If, if Russell's out, they got they got Schroeder. Beasley can create a little bit, but otherwise everything's running through through Anthony Davis. Hachimura can create. I don't want to knock him too much. He can create a little bit too, but not much of a playmaker. Like they need D'Angelo Russell healthy and, and getting his shots and getting shots for others. So that's going to be a big thing. I still, I've got a little bit of confidence that they can at least make it to the play-in. Like, they can survive enough to make it to the play-in. Because you look at these standings. You look at these standings. And um, hold on, I'll pull it up. Real quick, I'll address uh, the, the heads-up um, is, is from last night on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch doesn't like MILF in the title, so it didn't <laughs> update. Uh, no, that's why it's still the same. I can't. Sometimes hey. it does that, though, with, with Twitch. Like, I know yeah, because it's not... through StreamYard, not actually set up like, yeah. like on Twitch. So I, the only time – I'm not going to lie anyway. Like, most of our viewership when it comes to these shows are, is not on Twitch when it comes to like post shows and everything. It's it's just not. It mostly comes through YouTube and, and a little bit through through Twitter and Facebook. So it's not really through Twitch all that much. The, the Twitch is the Twitch. It's for the games. I kind of – yeah, you know, we we had we had the post shows on Twitch and stuff because I wasn't utilizing Twitch much in the second half of last year. I kind of wish we would just not do the post shows on Twitch, but that's just me. Like, just keep them all on YouTube. Maybe I'll talk to Sean about that. All right, let me pull up. Uh, it's the, the viewership standings. too, the, the average viewers. I, I yeah, think. that that like yeah. that's a thing, and like it, it kind of like now that I'm consistent on Twitch, like we don't need the content as much, like the the post show stuff. So. That's just. Uh, I'll talk to Sean about it. Okay, um, you guys are good at, at creating content. We have we had to go to the scums of doing a power slap watch along. Yes, I'm calling out you, Romeo, before you're even awake. I you guys are doing great though. Like I I see like the, <laughs> the numbers you. and the subscriptions rising and everything. I saw you put over Romeo uh, the other day for for everything. Like you guys are doing great. I'm really happy with how how far how far you guys have just come along since I've known you with, with how much uh, true Hill heat has just grown. And I, you You've guys been do shooting all the with me in the gym, man. You've been <laughs> shooting with us in the gym. I appreciate it. <laughs> you guys have been doing all the watch alongs and stuff. Like it's always, it's always a good time. And I know you got the sports channel and everything. So yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you guys. I love, I love watching my friends succeed. All right. So we're looking, Sorry. we're looking at the, the Lakers here. So the thunder have dropped. Thankfully. Thankfully, we're, we've lost three straight. Still have a plus-minus differential like of plus 1.2, which is crazy. Yeah. Like We actually have a better differential than one, two, three, four, all but four teams in the West. Yeah, playing... the West. The West is so bunched up. The fact that that win against the Mavericks put us at two and a half games out of sixth place, which is our <laughs> goal. 
Like, like as it's crazy to me that we are in 12th place in the West, but two and a half out of six, out of sixth place. That's insane. So like the, the point differential is, is hilarious. All right. So the thunder, I don't, I think, I think the thunder are out of it. Shea's hurt right now. That loss to the jazz kind of killed anything like if they had beaten utah i would have felt like ah maybe and the loss of the suns the next night and the loss of the kings they play the kings tonight that's probably a loss they play the lakers tomorrow if anthony davis is being aggressive okay so he's got no answer for anthony davis they have no interior presence laurie marketing dropped 40 on them just no interior presence walker kessler was killing them uh, I think I think like the play. next the next three games after tonight against the Grizzlies. I think that if we could split because we have the Grizzlies again on next Wednesday. If we could split these games against the Grizzlies and we can win, you know, against the Thunder. I think the Timberwolves on Friday is a winnable game as well. And then we got the the Warriors, who we have firmly established throughout this season, is a very inconsistent team. If we can go. Four out of four, four and one in these next five games, then I feel very confident that we can, you know, finish out this 10 game stretch very well because then we have Raptors, Knicks, Pelicans, Rockets, and the Mavs again. So if four we can get one. if we if we can get LeBron back either against against the Mavericks or against the Magic, and we and we have won maybe six out of ten. Six out of ten. That's that's the bare minimum we need to do. So we're at least close, at least either one game below five hundred. If we go seven out of ten, we'll be uh, you know, uh, I, I think at five hundred or above five hundred. We're in good shape. We just need to. We just need to ride this tide. We have some momentum. We've won three straight. We've been playing good defense. Anthony Davis. We just need him to not get hurt and to play like a top five MVP candidate. And I think everyone okay. else, everyone else I can count on. Derek Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley hitting threes and piping teammates' moms. Uh, we got we got Mo Bamba playing solid. Austin Reeves playing good. I think we'll be in good shape. Four and one seems very lofty. I know that the, the schedule is semi-favorable. You're, you're six out of ten, a little bit more reasonable. No, I think I think six out of ten would be good. Anything over that, it would is maybe asking for a lot. Like, let's be honest about this team. SV three. One, Anthony Davis is inconsistent. Two, like, you know, he's consistent well. if he's on the court. He's consistent mm-hmm. if he's on the court. Mm-hmm. He's Two, he's good for a double double every time he's on the court. Sure, but like a ten and ten ain't what you need from Anthony Davis. You need oh no, like he's not getting ten and 10. ten. Don't don't do don't do that. Don't do that, Skip. Don't do that, Skip. He ain't Anthony Davis ain't gonna give you ten and ten. He gonna give you at the at the worst, Anthony Davis gonna give you fifteen and fifteen. The other teams they're they're fighting for. I'm writing off the Thunder. The Thunder are exactly they had the season they needed to have. Show some growth. Be competitive. Don't make the play in. Get the worst possible seeding spot you can get. Boost your lottery odds. Boost your draft odds. This was a perfect season. For the Thunder. Love this season. Especially without Chet. With Chet not being there, it was even better. Had Chet been there, maybe, or like, yeah, maybe you should push for a play-in spot. With I think, I, I, think there, I told you beginning of the season. They're like two years away. I think they're going to be a top three team in the West. I mean, I I don't disagree. I think next year they're dead. I, I don't know about definite. But next year they should be, they should at least be worse play-in team. Like, But I think they should like, 
possibly even be a playoff team next year. Thunder, great season. I applaud them. Fantastic season. Uh, I know my buddy Sam are very, <laughs> all he wanted all season was for them to be over 500. They had, or at 500, they had seven opportunities to just hit the 500 mark. And they, they lost every single one of those games and they never got to 500. The jazz game, he was so emo after the jazz game of like, they were, they had that game won. All they had to do is win that game, be 500. That's all he cared about. And then they could have lost the rest of the season. He wouldn't have cared. He's like, they hit 500. That's all that matters. And they couldn't do it. And they're probably not going to do it because now they're three games under 500 and there's not, are they four games under 500? And there's no real, there's no real hope that they're going to win like four straight or anything like that. All right. So the Blazers, I ain't sold on the Blazers. Dame, unless Dame is dropping 70 every single night, I ain't sold on the Blazers making anything. That team's not that great. It's just, it's not a great team. The Pelicans, Pelicans fallen way off without Zion. Lost way, to the mag- way magic off. last. Ugh. It, it's kind of sad to see because they were having a really good season, especially with Zion. And then the moment Zion got hurt, like the team can't do anything. Ingram's back. McCollum's still there. But like that, it's a completely different team. And it's, it is kind of sad to see because I, I like the Pelicans. I, I'm rooting for them, not just because our pal Nick, but like I like the way they built things in New Orleans with, you know, they had to make the Davis trade, but then they went out, they took a big swing with McCollum. I've always liked Brandon Ingram. They got Zion. I like the way they built things. So to see them fall this hard, kind of unfortunate. I am putting too much stock into, they're, they're iffy. Minnesota, Minnesota's not that great. They lost three no. straight. Like they, I, I know once Towns comes back, maybe they'll be a little bit better, but Edwards is kind of hit like a wall. He's seen a lot of double teams and everything. Mike Conley ain't really the answer there. Eh, not, they not lost feeling. to, they lost to uh, the Wizards and who was the other team they lost to in the last couple of games? Oh yeah, they the last, uh, they lost to the Hornets. So yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any confidence in the Timberwolves. Jazz is on the way down, like we've established. I, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done writing off the Jazz. I'm done. I'm writing off the Jazz. I'm done. I think they're a play-in team. I think they're a play-in team. That team just competes. That, they that do. team plays really hard. And they got, they got, they got continuity. They, they play together as well they they might have they might not have the star power of like minnesota like anthony edwards is better than anybody on utah brandon ingram might be better than anybody on utah zion obviously dame obviously better than anybody in utah but that team just plays together and these other teams don't feel like they play together like utah does i'm i'm not writing them off i actually think they are a play-in team i would take them over portland and new orleans new orleans without zion and minnesota Right now, I think they are. I think they are more of a playoff team, play-in team, than those teams are. I'm not writing off Utah. I can I can see that, but as far as the Lakers, I I think that these the I'm just naming the teams that I think that we can over overcome and jump sure, in this sure. in these standings, and I think the Jazz is one of them because, like you said, you said you know Dane Leather, you said Zion Williamson, you said Brandon Ingram, Anthony Edwards, Anthony Davis is another player that's better than anyone on the Jazz. So I think yeah. that we can eclipse them. Warriors, I I don't I don't know I don't I just don't know without without you know Steph and the injuries that they've been dealing with. I don't believe in them as much as I did at the start of the season. So I think that we could overcome them. And then there's, and then there's the Mavericks. 
And as we saw, even up by 27, I think that we can beat the Mavericks as well. Okay, you can. Here's the thing: you can beat these teams and everything, but th- this is kind of what I'm looking at: is like, which teams are you jumping? Everything you're still, you're still like 20, 29 wins, and the the Warriors have 31. You still got to make up two games somewhere yes. in there to to jump. And we play in. the I Warriors. Would, we play the Warriors. Yeah, they do play the Warriors, and if they can win those games, then sure, that that's gonna that's gonna make up those games there. But it's like, who who are you going to be able to to jump here? And I don't know if they can jump all the way to six without LeBron. I think I, I think that we can. That jump feels a little to, lofty. I I think with even without LeBron, we can jump to eight, and then LeBron can push us forward. I think they for can the jump to eight. Years, yeah, eight. I think they're better than Portland. New Orleans and Minnesota. I think they're better than those teams. The Jazz, I they're better than the Jazz on the whole, especially with LeBron. But the Jazz have an advantage of just like they have a two game lead here. They have two. They have two in the. They actually have the. Um, they're only one loss behind them, but they they're two yeah. up in the win column. Uh, and the Jazz, they play well, man. I'm I'm sold on the Jazz. I really am. So that, but I think they can definitely jump Minnesota. They are solid, solid play-in team that that's what i'll say the the lakers are a solid play-in team they and we, get have, LeBron. we have we have two games against the jazz to close out the season two of our last four is against the jazz so okay if we could if we could win both of those games i think that we can eclipse them too and we'll see where both teams are at in the final two of the four because those games might be meaningless for the jazz by that point they might just depending on if you're playing for position you know if if there are if that's a seven ten matchup or an eight nine matchup, why is either team going to show their hand? In in that this is case, true. like this is it, true. it depends on it depends on where they're at. Again, I think New, the Lakers are in a solid play in position. I think they I think they are solid play in almost lock lock it down. Lakers make the the play in. I still think they're a playoff team. You get LeBron one game, two game series, whatever it might be. I, I I'm sold on that as well. They still got to jump some teams, though. Not not necessarily for the play. They still got to jump two teams for a play for the play-in spot. spot. Yes. Yeah, for a play-in spot, they still got to jump two in two teams. Hey, but as I long think as as jump. long as the Portland Trailblazers don't versus the Houston Rockets every single time, then I think that we're in a safe <laughs> position. Even though Dame Lillard, man, what a performance! What a per- the oldest they player to drop seventy in the NBA. <laughs> They need it every night. The 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 Blazers play the Warriors, by the way. And that's the thing. A lot of these teams are just going to be playing each other. Like the Lakers exactly. are going to be playing a lot of these teams too. These are games you got to win. Like you just you've got to win the games against these teams that are right there in that bunch. Like you got to beat the Thunder uh tomorrow night. You have to. You because they're probably probably going to lose to Memphis tonight. I mean, that's not a guarantee. Memphis can be a little spotty. I, I've, I've, I've determined I don't like the the Grizzlies. I don't like them. They can be, they can be very spotty. That's why I said I think that the best we can do against the Grizzlies is at least split because reverse that we have two of our next five games against them. So if we could split, get one of those games, I think that we'll be in a in a better position. I think the I I am I am cautiously optimistic about the Lakers chances, even without LeBron James for however amount of games I'm going to, I'm going to cap it at 10, but it may be more. Uh, uh, it, it is a bad time. I'm just glad that it's, it's a whole lot less worse than when he went down in the Dallas game and he said something popped uh, that, that scared the shit out of me. And I thought he was done for the rest of the season when he said that. So I'm cautiously 
optimistic, ladies and gentlemen. Now let's talk about, though, the team we talked about last week, Jeremy. Your Russell Westbrook-led Los Angeles Clippers, who are 0-2 with your boy, Russell Is it his Westbrook. fault? Is it his fault? I mean, that Paul George can't hit a clutch bucket, that Batum can't hit a clutch bucket, that that Kawhi can't hit a clutch bucket. They had three opportunities to beat the Kings. Regulation, first overtime, second overtime, and they missed all of these shots. Like That's not Russell Westbrook's fault. They did blow that lead against the Kings. They should have like just easily won and never blow that lead. But that mm-hmm. that's, again, you can't put that all on him. Against the Nuggets, I mean, Bones Highland, the rotations were bad against the Nuggets. Bones Highland's out here playing 30 minutes a night against the Nuggets. He didn't play defense his entire life. And like, hey, let's have him defend. Maybe he thought like, oh, he knows all their plays. and Just because he knows the plays doesn't mean he knows how to defend it properly. He couldn't defend. I don't know why Bones Highland was playing so much. You can't blame Westbrook for all of this stuff. Westbrook's been, he's been helpful for the Clippers. They they, they lost two games to two teams that are legitimately better than them. They've lost to two teams that were better than them and the standings. I don't think there's anything totally wrong with that. Uh, obviously, you'd like to win one of them. They should have won the Kings game. I got no, no excuse. I'm not trying to defend the Clippers. I don't give a fuck about the Clippers. Hey, I, I, like, I'm rooting for them tonight against the Timberwolves. We need their help. We as need, you should. Need, yeah, yeah. We need their help. I'm rooting for them against the Warriors as well because we need that help. You got to need that help. You got to beat the you got to beat the Timberwolves. Like beating losing to the Kings, which you should have won. The way that game played out, you should have won that game. But what a game, paper, though. 176 oh, to 175. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and that, that game was uh, the Kings offense, man. Kings are, I don't know. They can't defend a lick. I don't know yeah. how they're going to do in a playoff series, but they're they're fun to watch. Credit to them. They're finally good. Let's um, let's talk about Laker great Malik Monk with 45 <laughs> points in that game. Come on. Laker great Malik Monk. Um, yeah, the king, the Kings are fun to watch. Losing to Denver, Denver just got smoked by the Grizzlies too. Like you knew Denver was going to come out and have some fire in that game. You gotta beat Minnesota, and no excuses if you can't beat Minnesota. You lose to the the two best teams or two of the three best teams in the West. Fine, it happens. Like you gotta beat Minnesota. That team's a mess. Minnesota's losing to teams way worse than them. Minnesota's fighting for their playoff lives right now too. That's a desperate Minnesota team. Like. You got to you got to beat you got to beat Minnesota if you're the Clippers. If they lose the Minnesota, then there should be concern about the Clippers. Right now, I am I'm not too concerned. Look, I don't think the Clippers are a championship team or anything. I got them I got them third or fourth in the West. They're not better than than the Nuggets. They're not better than a healthy Phoenix team with Kevin Durant, even though we don't know what that looks like. I imagine it's going to look pretty good. I'm not even sure they're better than Memphis or or Sacramento, but I don't think they're better than either one of those teams. I think, uh, like on at paper, best, I think fifth. It. At best, I think they're the fifth best team in the West. That's fair. I might. I'm not mad at that. Like, I I, I could see them being better. That I I don't like Memphis. I'm just, I'm just determined. I don't like them. Just because they talk too much trash, they do. They, they what if they? What have they trash. accomplished? Yeah, exactly. They talk too much trash for a team that hasn't accomplished anything. Yeah, and they haven't, haven't accomplished. They haven't beaten anybody as well. Exactly. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't like Memphis. I'm, I'm out on them. I didn't, I didn't buy them last year. I like they played well, 
they're probably going to continue to play well. They're obviously a playoff team. They're a team you probably don't want to face because they're they're gonna they're gonna be tough on you and everything. But I just don't like them. I don't. I like Stephen Adams. I hope Stephen Adams continues get get healthy. Stephen Adams. Yes. But otherwise, I don't like Memphis. Um, but the Clippers, they they're what? What you gonna do? What do you want me to say about the Clippers? The Russell Westbrook has made them worse. That, that the Russell Westbrook black cloud is still in LA, but it's on a different team. Don't do it's, that. It's, it's not. It's not over the penthouse anymore. It's over the projects of Los Angeles. And it's on the Clippers. Don't do that. Why? Why are you so mad about Russell Westbrook? Hey, I am not. He played mad. well. Like he played well in the in the Nuggets game too. Like he played well. He, he didn't 17. play enough minutes. He had seventeen. Yeah, he should. He should. He definitely should have played longer. And that's why people online were saying that Tyrone Liu, uh fixed the game. <laughs> uh, so, so I understand he could have played more, but. The black cloud of Russell Westbrook is no longer on the Lakers. You're so you're so in your feelings about Russell Westbrook. I'm not in my feelings. You are. I'm just you're I, in your feelings. It, it it was just a bad time. It was a bad time for us, but we are we are we are moving on, and hopefully we can overcome LeBron James' injury, and we can keep on this on the positive path that we have uh, set off through the trade deadline. All right, I'm gonna let's answer some some questions from the chat here. Uh, A shock's talking about D Rose to the Suns. That's fine. I, like, what does Derrick Rose have left? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I couldn't I, even tell you. And I, I mean, you're gonna have an old point guard back up an old point guard in in D Rose backing up Chris Paul. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what. I don't know what Derrick Rose has left. Honestly, like me. It's not like they need a veteran guy who can like calm the locker room or anything. That, that that's a team full of veterans. Like that's a team that now has championship uh, with with Kevin Durant there. Like fake titles, but you know I, I don't know what D D way or yeah D Rose like can really give you. Yeah, Dame averaging forty is insane for for the month. I mean he's gonna he's gonna win the Player of the Month, whatever that means. Uh, A shock. Are you watching the X, XFL SB three? No. Who, who hate me? I heard he retired, so I haven't been watching the XFL. So, uh, and shot, about- this, is, and this is why no one roots for the Phoenix Suns is because y'all think y'all won the championship already, and you think you have any right to talk trash about my Los Angeles Lakers. I lived to see six championships from my Los Angeles Lakers. How many titles have you seen from the Phoenix Suns? Except that fake one that they got when Chris Paul made it to the NBA Finals and he choked after a 2-0 lead. And that's not a championship. That's not, the fake championship is the goofy ring that the Lakers nope. have. Nope, that's a real ring. That's a real ring. Goof Troop. A, a Goofy Movie is one of the greatest, greatest uh, Disney great movie. films of all time. So I don't mind it being named after it. And you will not disrespect Goofy like that. It's a it real is a great ring. movie. I can't. I cannot knock a goofy movie. It is fantastic. Um, Money Mark says, "Why is Mason Plumley playing clutch, clutch minutes?" Zubak was hurt. Zubak yeah. was hurt, so like you got to have somebody out there to defend Jokic. So that's why he was at least playing clutch minutes uh, in in that game. Like I, that doesn't excuse playing Eric Gordon, who scored no points, zero points. We had the same amount of points as Eric Gordon had in that game. SB three over over Westbrook in the clutch. That. 
I I don't think you can excuse. I oh well, we want his three point shooting. Well, he's not shooting the ball, so who cares? Who cares? The Knit. Do you want to talk about the Knicks? I think the Knicks are good. They've been playing very well. They have I a six game, six game winning streak. They're now in the fifth spot. They they went over the Miami Heat, who have been. They're another team that's been so inconsistent. They beat the Sixers season. last night. That was a good win for Miami last night. Yeah. Yeah, that was, but they've been very inconsistent. One game yeah. they they can beat the the Sixers. Another game they're losing to like the Hornets. So yeah, I I think Miami needs to be more consistent. But the Knicks have been consistent ever since they they haven't lost since they got Josh the Hitman Hart. <laughs> he gives them a different element. I like Josh Hart. I like him. But his facial like reactions too. His facial reactions. He has the the famous one of Harden where he's like looking around like. Last night when uh who got who got teed up somebody got teed up last night I think it was Hardener and Embiid again uh just or no, no no they played this out it was Tatum I think it was Tatum Tatum or Brown but he's like still around Josh Hart's great he's fantastic he's great. I love that. he's great I love I love Josh Hart the former Laker great Josh Hart so give it up are you gonna be Josh. a Knicks fan if they are consistent no I'm not a bandwagon like you Ace. <laughs> I'm, I stick I stick with my team because I have seen three I've seen six NBA championships until you have seen one in Phoenix you cannot talk trash about my Los Angeles Lakers you keep saying you keep trying to get over oh maybe next year for the Lakers maybe you said it like eight times in the chat maybe next year for the Suns because KD Every every time y'all say he's coming back, it's like, oh, maybe it's next supposed to be tomorrow. Maybe it's maybe tomorrow. tomorrow. Maybe yeah. the day after. Maybe the day after that. I don't know when. I don't know who. Uh, you got you guys still got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton, and y'all losing to freaking teams below y'all every single night out. It seems y'all still can't get y'all got all this momentum, but y'all still can't get consistency. You're having close games against the Thunder. You're losing to the Clippers. Like what's going on? I mean, the Thunder, hey, we didn't have Shea in that game. That wasn't that close. I watched a chunk of that game. It was I really wasn't that close. Nah, it was close. It wasn't. It, it ended as a nine-point game. That's close to me. Nah, I mean, Thunder got it down to like six, but I mean, as a Thunder fan, I, I tell you, that wasn't that wasn't going that wasn't going well. Harden did. He had a good look last night to, to win it, and he missed it. Uh, the Bucks, since they're in the title of this, they've won like 13 straight. Uh, they're really My good. My pick. They're good. This guy's Middle- pick to to win the whole thing, the to win the whole enchilada, the the NBA championship, and they've won two straight without Giannis. Basically, without Giannis, Giannis went out in the game against again. I think it was against uh, Miami, Miami, and yeah, they blew them out, and then they won again. Come on, they, yeah, they beat. Tell me, tell me they beat the, the Suns. That was a great game against the Suns. Um. I don't know how if that's going to be. How do you lose against the Bucks without Giannis Antetokounmpo? Because they're good. Because true, true Holiday is is the the Suns killer. Because they're really good. Like Middleton's back. Middleton's playing healthy. They have they have so much depth now. Like the Jay Crowder trade was was a great trade for them. He had a couple of big threes at the end of the game. Big corner threes. Like Joe Ingles isn't what he was, but he's a guy that gives solid minutes. They just got a lot of good like veteran guys on that team packing Otten's giving good minutes grayson allen giving five minutes like Let's bobby put some Portis. Respect on, on true holidays name man oh 30, drew holidays playing 30, fantastic 
33 points. People were questioning why he was an all-star. I was like, how disrespectful are y'all? This man's yeah. putting up numbers this year. This year is one of his his best seasons, man. He's averaging, uh, t- well, yeah, he's averaging 20 points on 47% from the field, five rebounds, seven assists. He's a he's a perimeter a perimeter defender, uh, beast, an all all defensive player. Come on, man. You mean to put true. some respect on True Holiday's name? Brooke Lopez is who we got to start respecting. Brooke Lopez is a monster defensively, like. Defensively, he he blocks everything at the rim. He challenges everything in the paint. Can shoot from three. Can still get buckets on the inside. Brooke Lopez is nice. I, I, bro, in no other way, uh, Sam used to call him the Dreezel, uh, which is a combination of uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, the Dream, and Shaq, the Diesel. This this is when he the Dreezel. The when he was yeah. when he was the 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 Brooklyn Nets great the greatest Brooklyn yeah yeah Nets when all he all did was like uh when all he did was play inside he's expanded his game he's one of the more consistent like three point shooters as a big former like and great like, too <laughs> defensively again he's challenging everything at the rim yeah Bobby Portis is good like that's a deep team even Middleton's working his way back into things right now like that's a J- uh, Javon Carter menaced defensively as well like they just got they just got really good players and even without Giannis they're still a really good team and look I know the the Celtics have been strong all season now the Bucks it took the Bucks 13 straight wins to like just become tied with the Celtics which tells you how good and consistent the Celtics have been playing all season and I mean the Bucks won 14 straight now come on they give it up for them the Bucks got off to a good start too like the, the Celtics have been playing consistent any slip up, the Bucks are right there. The Bucks, to me, I think they're the best team in the East. Celtics are really good. The Bucks are the best team in the East. And like, if I don't know if it's going to be the finals matchup. You give me the game we got on Sunday between the Bucks and the Suns. You throw in Kevin Durant. You throw in Giannis. That's a hell of a finals matchup to me. I think I think that we we might be getting a finals rematch if Kevin Durant can come back healthy and you know get acclimated and build some chemistry with the Suns we could we could possibly see it. Right now my finals pick is is Giannis versus the Joker. But but the, anything can my happen nuggets? in that West. You're going with my Nuggets? I th- I think right now right now that's the that's looking like the favorite because I predicted the Warriors and until Steph Curry comes back I I can't even I have wrote them off. I have wrote them off until until Steph comes back because he's killing my fantasy team. But I love it. Even with Steph Curry, I mean, they ain't like they've been consistent this season. Yeah. I'm going to send the, the, anything else uh, basketball-wise that you would like to speak about, SP3? No, I think we talked about everything. Uh, don't I think I still think that the, the East is very top-heavy. I think that it's going to come down to uh, – the the top three or four teams, unlike with the West, I you know I said I said I think the Nuggets are are the finals favorite, but it, it's all it's all gonna be so topsy turvy in the West because the Nuggets have their flaws too. Even though they they've been on top for most of the season, 
they have their flaws and they're not a guarantee to make it to the NBA finals. Um, like I said, the Suns have a lot of question marks, whether KD is going to be healthy, whether you can build chemistry with the, with the Suns, whether Chris Paul can stay healthy for a damn playoff series and then, uh, and, and not choke whether Devin Booker can stay healthy and, and not get injured in the first round. Like he did last year. There's a lot of question marks with the Suns. The, this son's running the table. I want to. I want you to come back, Ace. When you got egg on your face by saying that you said that one too many times. Why do you keep repeating? Why do you keep copying and pasting the same comments multiple times in our live chat? Like we don't see you. We get it. We get it. You got. You got two things that you 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 are relying on this morning. Maybe next year, like this. Maybe trivia, like this. Gonna the son's gonna run the table and watch you with egg on your face when the Lakers make the playoffs and when the and when the Suns get bounced off in the second round because Chris Paul done got injured again or choked again. Be nice to a shock. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's let's get let's get share on in here, so we can talk some trash reality. And you can talk you been, about you've you been. Uh, have you have you watched the, the new batch of Perfect Match? Yo, I've been, I've been I've been I've been preaching the gospel of Perfect Match. I it told you the best. It might be the best Netflix reality series because I told you, you. Have, you have such a great mix of villains fan favorites from other shows like joey is joey is one of like the most oh, like he rules. I, I, every time joey's on the screen i'm like how did they not pick this guy for jersey shore like he would have been he could have been a reality television star even bigger than what he is 10 years ago if they would have picked him for jersey shore i know he's yeah. he's probably he's probably like in his 20s so he probably couldn't get picked because he was like 10 years old when jersey shore started but he could have been gold man he is so good i i like his relationship with carousel carousel's all right even though she's basically a francesca minion and francesca is probably the greatest villain in all netflix oh, reality she's with the way she did dom was Dude, dirty and, and Dom is like the nicest guy they've ever got on any of these Netflix reality shows. And the way she treated him, I was just like, no. I saw I saw uh, my good friend uh Alan Gary, who uh he's got the caffeine uh confessionals podcast that he does on the challenge, and he just started watching Perfect Match, and he was like, I'm sorry, I love her. And I was like, No, I hate her for what she did to Dom, but Francesca is so needed for this show because you need a villain. You need a hot villain. She is like, she's like poison ivy. Like she's the poison ivy of trash reality. Francesca. She was she was a villain on Too Hot to Handle. She was a villain on After the Altar, Love is Blind with her and Damien. And then for her to pick Damien, I was like, oh my God. He picked Damien. And then she then... Damien. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Said, told Damien to fuck off so she could, so, so she you know, with a girl. she got set up with the girl, and so now, now she's with this 18 something. I, whatever show 20, I think the show was called like 20 yeah, 20 something. something. You know, yeah. who's my favorite though? Who's my new favorite? Uh, Inez. Inez is just so oh, yeah. sweet. I feel, yes. and and I do agree. This is one thing, like I said, I don't like Carousel for being a Francesca minion, I like her relationship with Joey, but she was on the money. I think Inez and Dom are the perfect match. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. I felt so bad for Inez this entire season because she has been like, she's been very loyal. She's tried to 
she's very likable very very likable she got rated best kisser and everything it seems like every everyone likes her and like she just can't stick with anybody I, I i don't know what it is she just cannot stick with anybody i do love when they like save each other like oh i'm going home and then there's like well maybe not do you want to stick around i love that absolutely love that that's the, the best that's one the was trick. georgia was georgia just sitting there and they're like dom says he wants to go home she's like no he's so sweet dom yeah. come here <laughs> that's what the wife and i were talking about like someone should just save him like just keep him there what we needed and it that, was, that like, was inez opportunity inez was in that room with yeah. dom forever i was like why doesn't she just pick dom and then yeah. when Don was still saying like he was going, I was like, okay, thankfully Georgia, because I like Georgia during her season of too hot to handle. So I think they do make a pretty good match, but it does come off like it's like a rebound though. Hey, Cher. Cher Delaware, are you watching the perfect match? No. You have to. You have you to. Have Corey's to. in on it as well. Our pal Corey, he's in on it. He's messaging me. They, he watching loves it. trash TV. Yeah. Don't ever let he's him. A smart man. He's a smart man. Trash TV is the best. We need you know what he this. does when his wife, his wife is a travel nurse. When she's gone, he sits and just binges Jersey Shore 24-7. Oh, this is my guy. We need him on the show so me and him can talk Jersey Shore. Because Jersey Shore might be my favorite. He'll send, me, he'll send me like random quotes from Jersey Shore. And I'm like, man, I have not seen that show in 12 years. I don't know what you're talking doesn't, about. It doesn't matter. Jersey Shore is timeless. I have gone back and watched the first season of Jersey Shore, which in my mind is like top three trash reality seasons of all time. Like it starts off so like a low and you're like trying to get introduced to the people. But once Snooki gets snuffed, it's gold. It's gold. it's absolute gold. The moment that Snooki gets snuffed, it's like the rest of the season. You got the, the Sam and Ron drama. You got the oh, love yeah. triangle with Situation. You got Situation being one of the greatest trash reality uh, villains of all time. You got Vinny being the great, uh, Vinny and Pauly being the greatness. And then season two is even better, though. Season Vinny. two in Miami when Ron... Uh, dances with the with the strippers. Vinny was always my favorite. Yeah, he was always my favorite on the Vinny show. Vinny actually seemed down to earth and reasonable on that show, and that's probably why he he was actually likable. Everyone else yeah. just complete yeah. exactly what they they've stereotyped Jersey Shore people to be. Polly's cool. Polly's cool. Polly's really funny. He gets, Pauly, he had his. Polly was just Polly. Like, yeah, Polly yeah. is in a different world but he's just Polly. i like Snooki now now that she's like married with kids and everything like oh wrestlemania but, legend Snooki. oh but yeah. i do i do miss i do miss trashy Snooki. where's the beach where's the beach that's one of the greatest was, i will watch that just to i randomly love that laugh. she called herself a meatball because she really was just like a little meatball like <laughs> Um, I sent one. this link to, to Ross. Ross is not showing up. I'm not going to fight him. But I always bring on Cher for the awkwardness of Milf Manor. Oh, no! The greatest <laughs> show in the history of all television. I told you last week that they did, that the preview for this week was massages. Oh, so boy. they blindfold the moms. No. They blindfold the kids. And they massage. They, they just go down the line. Just Why massaging. are they blindfolding the kids? Because so they don't know if they're massaging their mom or not. 
You can't. Okay, but that... you don't know what you're massaging. <laughs> well, it's all the back. It's all the back. Except what Jimmy, Jimmy was getting, he was going ass and he was getting in there, baby. He was getting, I, but I got, I got beef with Jimmy. I'll get can to I, this in a second. Can I, got I just interrupt you real quick? That your missus just messaged me in all capital letters. Francesca is the worst. And I just responded back yeah. in all capital letters. Thank you. She can't stand Francesca. Can't stand can't She's going to message you some milk manner shit here in a second. I can guarantee you. So Jimmy's getting in there on the, um, the massage and stuff. One person had chicken fingers. Uh, that's what that's what Kelly said. Said like he got chicken fingers when he was trying to like massage. I'm and too stuff. much of a mom because I was thinking like chicken fingers that you eat. <laughs> I'm like, why is he freaking in there eating chicken fingers while he's giving somebody a massage? Like, okay. one lady, the new lady, I swear she had an orgasm, and she oh. had an orgasm. Okay, when her son was massaging her. She oh. was like, she was, oh, get in there. Oh, get, get, baby, get in there. She was go. Oh, she, she sounded like she was just, she was getting it. And it was her son who was giving it to her. Nope. She, don't like that. <laughs> I, so Jimmy, all right, here we go. Here, here's Jimmy wins this challenge, right? Jimmy, let me reestablish Jimmy for the listening, viewing, and you guys audience. Jimmy, not only great with his hands, giving great massages. SP3, hurry up. Hurry up. You can't miss the MILF Manor speak here. Because I need the reactions. Look at this avatar this man has. All right, I'm going to hold off on the MILF Manor talk until SP3 is back. Cher, how you been? I am all right. Um... I almost sent you a, a link to a um, pendant that is a penis, <laughs> but I decided you need to get the trophy instead. So you got to send me the link to the trophy so I, I can know. buy that. I by the time we got off that call last week, I no memory of that. Fair, very fair. I mean, we we talked a little afterward too, and I, I was told tell everybody's like I don't remember what I had for breakfast, much less what we talked about like five minutes ago or two weeks ago. So yeah, I tweeted that. Awful. I tweeted that last night. Like I can't remember what I was doing five minutes ago, and Will Washington is like, well, on December second, nineteen seventy two. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like his memory <laughs> is absurd. It's insane. absolutely insane. Because he hasn't, he he doesn't mess up his brain like we do, Cher. Yeah, we. (laughs) Right, used to. Don't do that anymore. But but I mean, I I had no memory. I had no memory before that either. So to be fair, mine's just my ADHD. I can't remember shit because of my ADHD. So, and I discovered um, this past week. I think I talked about. I had to go have blood work done and stuff. They're trying to figure out what's wrong with me. Or I guess I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with me because I'm having to force the doctors to assist in this endeavor. But um, that your thyroid can affect your memory. Really? And I did not know that. And that would make so much sense because my thyroid has been messed up since I was like 13. So That's very interesting. I did, I did not know that as well. Uh... And two months from tomorrow... I will be 30. So. I mean, I don't want to hear it. You're still, you're younger than SB3 and I. Like you're, you're still young. 
Mm, neither of you have pushed children out of your body. I have. You have pushed children out of your body? <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, why not? <laughs> Who's going to prove me wrong? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, H-Shock, this feels like you you may or may not know. Have you listened to the Linkin Park song, Cher? I have not. Real Linkin Park fan? I I wouldn't say that I was like super Linkin Park fan, but I definitely listened to some of their stuff and it's been more difficult for me to listen to it since uh, Chester, Chester Bennington's death. So. Yeah. That's fair. I've not listened to, to the new song. I haven't even listened to like, the new Paramore album, which I hear is like good. So I have listened to the new Paramore album. I'm going to a Paramore concert in July. I'm very excited about this. Um, It didn't feel like Paramore. Oh, see, I didn't feel like their last albums. I didn't really like those. Like I liked uh, Brand New Eyes. That's legitimately, Mm -hmm. I'll listen to that like all day. Um, But I didn't like their their last, the album after that, I didn't think was like, Great, I think they've just so. kind of shifted on what their um, music is now, mm. and I have not shifted with them. I still want the old Paramore. So I was just kind of like, I mean, it's good, but it's not something that I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to listen to that until my kids are begging me to not listen to it anymore. Like Taylor Swift. Oh, I've got the kids hooked on Taylor Swift. I'm so, this is my greatest parenting achievement ever. Oh, my kids, they'll be fine for like the first week after a new album comes out. And then Reed's like, can we please pick anything else other than this? Oh, no, they get they get in the car and and the one is just like, she's spelling it uh, yesterday. Just like W-E- L C welcome to New York. That's the jam. <laughs> That's the jam. Absolutely loves it. They know all the lyrics to that song now as well. Absolutely. And then like the next song will come on. And they're just like, what's the name of this song? And I tell them, like, I love this song. Like two <laughs> two chords into it. Just already loves it. Just already. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. Just I love this song. My boys, um, they just really like to yell, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Like that's their favorite. And I'm like, Well, you are the problem. So that's true. <laughs> they they love the Taylor Swift. I, the, again, my greatest parenting achievement. Next, I get them hooked on the Fast and Furious because it's all about the family. That's my oh next God. parenting achievement oh to get God. them to love oh Fast God. and Furious. Oh I got Yeah, I got to get them watching that first. Got to get them watching that first. It's little. Please don't not do that to those children. Fast and Furious. Those are sweet. Children. I feel. Don't do that to them. You stop SV3. I feel you. Family. No, it doesn't matter what age you for. Family is just a universal language of all ages. Except Let's talk you, about Milf Manor. Except if you forget your brother for like eight movies. Um, I just got a message ahead. from the wife. All caps. Absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you. Of the Thank you. Just Thank absolute you. hate. All right. You ready for, for the Milf Manor? Okay. So, Jimmy, let me remind everybody of Jimmy. Gives apparently great massages. We know he's good with his hands. Not afraid to suck the toes. Not afraid to eat the ass. This is Jimmy. All right. He. This is a man who is he's, he's willing to take these risks. Right. He wins this date because he got voted best massage. He wins this date. He gets to pick whoever he wants to pick. Who does he pick? 
he picks Charlene. You remember Charlene? Charlene. Yeah, yeah. She'll be embedded in your memory. Charlene is the one who just, she needs to get fucked. She needs a good, good lay. And I'm thinking, Jimmy, oh, this is it right here. Jimmy, not afraid to do anything he needs to do. Seems like he knows what he's doing. They get a nice date on the beach. Not afraid to do what he's going to do. He doesn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, he knows what he's doing. They get a nice date, a nice like picnic thing on the beach. Jimmy's saying all the right things. They're having a good time. I'm watching this and I'm like, this man, he studied the game film. He knows what's going on. He's making good adjustments, making good reads. I'm, I'm, this is like me watching sports right here. I'm not even, I'm so invested in this lady's sex life. I'm so invested of her needing to get fucked because she needs it. Hey, I'm watching, I'm breaking this down like it's sports. And then all of a sudden, guys, I've never been so heartbroken. All of a sudden, the conversation turns and Jimmy is like, she just seems like a little too much. She just, she's a little too aggressive for me. She, she's not afraid to speak. She knows what she wants and it's a little too much for me. I am thinking, Jimmy, what, this was a sure thing here. She is ready. She is willing. She is able. She wants it. You, you seemingly want it. You know what you signed up for when you picked Charlene. You were in there with the sex education class when she's talking about the cucumber goes in this hole and the orange goes there and the banana goes over here. Like she, she is telling you what she wants and needs. Jimmy is right there, ready for it. He knows what she wants and he picked her. This was his choice. This was his choice. And he says, she is too aggressive. Sank. I was broken. I slumped. The wife is here to make comments. I, I believe she confirmed you were despondent. Despondent, you were- the wife says. <laughs> just head down. I could not speak anymore. This was like if the Avs went to a game seven, they're the 2022 Stanley Cup champions. But if they went to a game seven and they had lost, this is like me after game five. They were still up three to two in the series, but they lost game five. To, to make it three to two. It's like me after gay. I have never been. I wanted to walk the neighborhood. I was ready to go outside and pace around the neighborhood. This was a short thing. And Jimmy, for some reason, did not. I hurt my hand. I didn't hit the table very good. This And Jimmy, for some reason, did not know what he signed. The man who is willing to suck toes and eat ass was like, she is too aggressive for me you got your tongue in the asshole and this woman's too aggressive he blew it he blew a 3-1 lead he blew a 3-1 lead i could not believe this i was so disappointed charlene needs to line them all up and just let them go and just take their turns on her i this woman needs it he did. On, I understand train. this does not choo, sound choo, very it. good, ooh, but this on, is what she train. needs. To to ride it. Ooh, ooh. I, it was right there. He picked her. He was in the room. He knew what he was signing up for on this date. And he, he was like, nope, can't do it. Jimmy, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then Kelly. Kelly is ready to get fucked too. Kelly's got Billy. They're ready on sleepover date. And Billy's like, nope, too much. 
Kelly and Charlene need to hook up. All right? That's what it needs to come down to. Kelly wants it. Charlene wants it. Women apparently know what women want. Men are the worst kind in the entire world. Just the worst kind of human beings. Women get getting with women. These women need it right now because the sons, the sons don't know what they're doing. So the moms got to take care of each other on this show. That's what needs to happen. Um, Kelly, Kelly's aggressive. Kelly knows what she, she's did. Billy is out here like, no, can't do it. Billy is way too concerned about what his mom thinks. And his mom is way too concerned about what he's doing and everything. You got Gabriel, who I'm pretty sure has never seen a boob. You got Kelly's son, who I'm pretty sure has never seen a boob. Like the, these guys are just, they all suck. Men suck is what I'm trying to say. All of them. Jose, it seems like he's trying to. But Jose, in the sex ed, he doesn't know what he's doing according to all the women in there. He sounds like he's confused and lost. This show's exhausting. I want these women to hook up and have a fruitful life because they, they're milfs. They're mom that needs to fuck is what they are. And they're not getting it from these moms that these men who would like to fuck. So they got to get it from each other. Moms fucking moms. Mooms. That's what we need on this show. What a girl wants. Any questions. Whatever makes me happy sets you free. Any questions here? I will now take questions from the audience. No, not, not a single question. (laughs) Everybody needs to watch MILF Manor. It's the most the greatest show in the they do need Finch from America. Yes. It's the greatest show in the world. This this show just makes you feel something. The women aren't feeling anything clearly. They're trying to get felt. If Charlene is too much for the man who sucks on toes and everything she's probably a bit fucking much she just knows what she wants she just knows what she wants well maybe what she wants isn't what he wants well he should have picked her for the date share that's a this is my he shouldn't have picked her he knew it. He knew what he was getting up for. It's not like she picked him thinking, oh, he sucks toes and eats ass. I'm sure he'll take care of me very nicely. She picked, he picked her. Maybe she wanted him to suck ass and eat toes. Well, he should have done that. I, I just, what are we doing, guys? What are we you're doing? My, you're like the people that fantasy book my sex life on Twitter. <laughs> what you're acting like right now. He wants to fantasy bug Charlene's sex life. That's what he yeah, wants to do. I would never do, do that. I would never do that. He's fantasy booking her with some other mom now. <laughs> I would never do that. Well, can we please? Can we please get someone for Charlene? Please, if you are a, if you are a twenty to thirty year old watching this show right now mm-hmm. please sign up for she's gonna be back for season two they gotta have it back <laughs> please sign up for milf manor season two know what you're getting into and, and p- take care of her don't sign up 
if you're not good in bed. If you're going to disappoint Charlene, I don't want to see you on this show. I would just like to state that most men think they're good in bed. I, that's probably true. I do, <laughs> true. I do believe that. Be real with yourself. All right? Be real with yourself. Because if you disappoint Charlene, okay. I will find you. I will <laughs> hunt you down. I don't want to say anything else because we might get kicked off YouTube. <laughs> and I will talk to you. <laughs> I will talk to you at this volume. <laughs> Do not disappoint oh, God. Th this woman. This woman needs the good dick. Don't give her the bad dick. I'm rooting for you, Charlene. I'm rooting for you. Obviously. Go, Charlene, go. That's the most passionate I've ever seen you. <laughs> I saw you. You were less emotional about the abs than you were. I know. I said, I said, I told, I told the wife, I was like, this is when Charlene gets fucked. It's going to be the second greatest moment in my life. That That's, you know, the wedding that never be topped. The second greatest moment. Right up even, there with the wedding. It's close. <laughs> it's close. It's close. It's close. <laughs> It's very close. It's topping the 2022 Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche, though, when she gets fucked. I, a radar is just going to go off in my head when it happens. And You're going to call gonna... an emergency FMC. Yes. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like Charlie got fucked. Oh, 100%. Yes, that'll that'll definitely happen. I'm rooting for you, Charlene. I really oh. am. I oh, really my God. Am. Anything else to talk about? We we have the challenge draft next week. Um, I don't think so. Hey, I was I, gonna, I was gonna watch the um after the vows or whatever, um, but I was too busy watching uh sex lives of college girls, so. My missus wants to watch that, but I'm like, um. It's actually, this, feels, this feels a little bit too much like undressed. It's actually pretty good. Um, some of the characters are very unlikable, but they're supposed to be 18-year-old girls, so of course they're unlikable. Mm -hmm. But it's like 32-year-olds playing 18-year-old girls, so... Kind of how that works with Hollywood. But, yeah, I mean, it's not... I just finished season two, but it is not as uncomfortable... It's not really uncomfortable at all to watch because they're adults and they're in college. But um, I don't know if you've ever watched Pin 15 on Hulu. I watched the first season of that, yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It's like two women in their 30s playing themselves when they were like 13. Yeah. So like that's kind of like funny. But then you watch her like touching herself and, and it's uncomfortable. Sounds like it. Yeah, I had to stop. I couldn't watch. How it many anymore. seasons of that are there now? There's at least a second season. They do a third. Um, I don't know. I after I finished the first season, I could not watch it anymore. And I like I liked it up till that point because it was very like on the nose of awkward thirteen year old girls who think that they're like all the guys want them and everything. Like it was very. But then we got to that, and I was like, I know she's supposed to be an adult. Like she is an adult, but I don't like this. 
It, I, when I learned that, like, because they they do a good job of presenting themselves as like fifteen year olds, and when I learned that, like, oh, they're playing themselves, but yet they're like thirty. It, the the show took a different di- yes. different lens after after seeing that. It's like, yeah. oh no, these these women wait, they're trying to portray half their age here. Yeah, but I I got through the first season. I didn't I didn't watch the second season. Yeah, it definitely became a bit much for me, but um, yeah. I, ju- I just like watching shows vicariously through you guys, so like that's the that's just my goal in life. I did watch uh for the challenge. I did watch the reunion part one, which oh, I don't know reunion? why. I, I don't know why they break it down into two parts at all because like see we even lost share. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I didn't like the, that first half of the reunion. Um, it was nice with, uh, they did like a part for Nani, you know, losing her mother. And I think, um, the host, she lost her mother. So they had like a nice little bonding segment, but they should have just ended it right there. And they came back for another segment. And I was just like, what is going on? Uh, Fessy was awful as per usual, but you just expect that from Fessy. The best part, honestly, was Michelle arguing with Laurel and Laurel saying that you're scared of me. Just admit you're scared of me. I don't care. Just admit you're scared of me. And then uh, Tori, just uh, she is, she is. I think I think uh, you know being not self aware is sexually transmitted because I think when she had sex with Fessy, she became not self aware. And, like, Jordan apologized for the whole, what happened during the whole voting when he voted uh, Fessy in. He apologized, but Tori was basically acting like she did nothing wrong. When she literally put her her whole relationship with her ex-fiance on the line for someone she had sex with closely after they broke up. Like, I, it's like, in a game, it's like, you have no type of self-awareness at all, Tori. You just need to shut up, sit down, have a seat. That's why I'm like, oh my gosh. See? Tori. Tori <laughs> did it. Um <laughs> I will say I liked when that one girl said that um her eh, dripped gold and the other yes. one was like <laughs> mine drip bronze. What mine drip bronze? <laughs> and they're like, uh and she was like, I meant platinum. <laughs> Yo, that was one of those moments where you'll just go back and watch it like, I wish I could take that back. I yeah. wish I could take that back right there. Right there. I wish I could take it back. Oh, man, that was too funny. That was Hydrant Bronze. What? Shut up. <laughs> and then I also watched the trailer for the World Championship, which I'm very much looking forward to because my boy Theo is back. Shout out to Theo. I'm glad he's back. Overcame the eye injury. Now he's back on the challenge. And I watched um, the challenge UK, which I, I think I messaged you guys that you could literally watch the challenge UK in the afternoon because that's what I did. It's only five episodes. I think like 40, 45 minutes per episode. You could literally watch it, binge watch it so easily, easily because I think it happened around the time the queen passed away. So they mm-hmm. cut it short. So it was only five episodes long, but I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I didn't know a few other people 
Um, I, I didn't know Nathan. Nathan was on Jordy Shore, but he was also a host on Catfish UK. So I, I, I was rooting for him a lot of the time. Uh, me and my missus actually watched it, and she never watches the challenge with me. But, man, the first challenge, it was the one from uh, season 38. I think you remember, Jeremy, the one that was, like, sponsored by Piss and Boots or whatever. Puss and Boots. Boots. Yeah. And, and dude, the, the, the dude from Love Island, he crashed into the water, and he broke his face. Oh, my God. His whole face was, like, swollen afterwards it was one of the gnarliest freaking injuries i've ever seen on the challenge dang we're gonna do our draft for the challenge i i i started watching uh the not the uk one the, what, what was the other australia? one australia yeah i started watching australia I was probably I probably got like twenty minutes in, so that's how far I got into it. Not far. At all. You need to you uh, need to watch the whole Australian season because it's better than any of the season. I think it's the best season of the challenge since thirty four, since War of the Worlds two with Kara and Pauly taking over because it's all about alliances again. It's all about the the Bachelor Alliance versus uh, the upstairs room alliance, and it very much reminds me of like Fresh Meat two. When it was uh, West versus Kenny, mm. it was very much like that. This uh, Australian season—it's one of the best challenge seasons in like three, four years. I'll I'll try to get into it. I yeah, I just the only time I have time to like watch anything is at night, and I usually watch sports instead of like the challenge That's and right. stuff. Got to keep right. up on the basketball. Yes, yeah. we're gonna do our draft next week for the World Championships. Because that premiere is March 8th. So I'm pretty sure it premieres on Wednesday next week. So we can do our draft we, on Tuesday. We might need to do uh, FMC on Wednesday. Because Tuesday is my is my kid's birthday. Oh. Next Tuesday, okay. March 7th. Well, they can come on the show and draft for you. This is true. Harlem would do it. Harlem, Harlem absolutely would. would. Yeah. And would kick our butts. <laughs> I mean, we need an advantage because SP3 is already beating us in all these drafts anyway. Three Pete, going for the four Pete, going for the. I'm about to be the first four Pete in what? Five decades, first four Pete in five decades. Don't like it. You know what to do. You guys know what to do. Jeremy can rig. You know the the. I I've never picked first, by the way. So yeah. I think that's even better, uh, even more of an accomplishment that I've never picked first, but yet I've still won three straight. But the goal is uh, keep Wes away from me. <laughs> Don't let me pick Wes because I'm going to yeah. try to pick Wes. I'm just letting you know. I feel like you're going to get the first pick in this draft. You're kind of due for that. I am due. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we have to talk about on this show? Anybody? SP3, we need to rank our um, One Tree Hill characters. We need yeah, to we set up to do that. Well, well, next week, I'm a lot more free than, than this week, so we can do that. I got a lot of feedback from our OC ranking and the fact that me and Maggie hate Marissa Cooper. Um, that, that got us big pops from the community. I didn't realize that everybody hated Marissa as much as us. 
So I'm really looking forward to One Tree Hill. We even, me and Sherry even got in a conversation with uh, a couple of people about how, why Dan Scott is one of the greatest villains in the history of American television. Yes. Even when, even when you want to like him, he's still a bad guy. He is still a bad guy. It, the only person that made him a good guy to me was Nanny Carey. Nanny Carey kidnapping him. That's fair. Because she, she tried to break up the greatest relationship in American television. She history. was a crazy bitch. Nelly. Nelly is one of the greatest uh, couples in American television yes. history. Except when Nathan, you know, doesn't realize that he's got a groupie on his hands. And uh, I, yeah. I just finished watching the later seasons. I was like, why are they doing this to Nelly again? Again? Why? We, we've been through this. They should just be happy. With Jamie looking cute, they should just be happy. Why you can't let them be happy? Why they gotta be a groupie freaking trying to break them up? And then Dan has to be the one who say... Oh. Well, that's what happens when you have a town of like 2,000 people and somehow like nine of the people all the same age became famous. <laughs> a basketball player, a published author, a singer. A fashion a designer. fashion designer. A uh, record, a uh, record, uh, uh, music recording uh, CEO. Yeah. This is like ridiculous. It's like ridiculous how many of these people. Then one owns the bar that used to be owned by the the mother. Then they reopen uh, uh, Karen's Cafe. Ridiculous. Then 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 there's there's multiple stalkers. There's multiple stalkers and crazy they got, people. They got a ton of stalkers on that show. <laughs> Like, damn. Te technically, Lucas was a stalker. Well, Lucas is a creep, so... <laughs> oh, okay, so I, I see that me and you, the, the Marissa, Marissa Cooper of our tier list, might be Lucas Scott, because Lucas Scott is horrible. I hate Lucas Scott. I hate him. What he did to Brooke Davis, he deserves to be, you know... The only time on I liked him... Yeah, the only time I liked him was, like, when Nathan was being mean to him. Yes, and exactly. He, and, and then he lost my sympathy very quickly. That was like what the first five episodes that lasted, yeah. <laughs> and then he could, he immediately makes himself a jerk. We'll we'll, we'll get into it during our tier. Anyways, <laughs> that's going to be on a whole different show. Yes, you guys are as I always say. You guys are welcome to do this tier list whenever you want. Have fun with it. We'll post it whenever. The OC thing got very good feedback. I'm trying to, I've clipped one thing from it. I got to clip some other things from it. Um, Maggie I'm had so good. many quotables during that whole thing. <laughs> I'm very like sad. You, that... you hit me up with the, uh, I need timestamps. Oh, I like, yeah. I couldn't just I'm give like... you like three. I was like, oh, she had this lot here. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not clipping all this SP3. I got a life <laughs> and clipping all this stuff. Um, and then I was going to do it this weekend, and then I realized, oh, I deactivated my Twitter for this weekend, so I can't go back and look at these messages to, to clip stuff. But I did I did clip one thing, and I'll clip a couple more. I'm not doing, I, got, I got too much to do, SP3. But uh, I do look forward to y'all's tier rankings of One Tree Hill. And you did give me the, the title TV Deep Dives for the playlist, which was very good. So it's not called The Grassy Dudes anymore, <laughs> which didn't make sense when you were covering Nickelodeon and One Tree Hill and everything yeah. well i'm trying to know. do all the all the teen dramas we did we did degrassi did oc me and Cher are going to do one tree hill i'm going to see if i can find whatever 
app it still has uh Beverly Hills 90210 in all the seasons on Hulu missed. Hulu had it for a while but they were but, missing episodes. Yeah, when once you get to season 5 they start yeah. skipping episodes. That's why so, I, me and my missus during the pandemic we were watching not Beverly Hills 90210 all over which pissed me off because you know it was at a time I was trying to have positive thoughts about Luke Perry and then everything that Dylan did was pissing me off with that whole love triangle. But that's besides the point. But yeah. So yeah, I was trying to watch it during the pandemic as well. And I'd never seen it. I, I saw like sporadic episodes. My mom really liked it when I was a kid. Um, she liked Mel- Melrose Place better. But she did watch uh, some 90210. My mom was, did like Melrose Place as well. Yeah. So I was going to go I was and I was going to watch it. And I'm watching it. Everything's going along fine. And then all of a sudden, it's when... Um, uh i'm terrible with names and it's been you know three years and a pandemic since i since i've watched it so but it, it's when what's her damn name the blonde what's the blonde's kelly. name yeah kelly. kelly what's what's her real life name um <laughs> um oh my god Jenny uh, garth is, is it Jenny garth yes, Jenny garth. garth. Yes, you're right, you're okay right. yeah Jenny garth uh she gets like that weird like boyfriend who i think is also a stalker um and, and like they they try uh tries to like kill her and everything and that. that's when like they they start skipping episodes because it goes from like they're just like establishing like a sort of like friendship type of thing and then all of a sudden the next episode he's like trying to throw her off a cliff or some shit i'm completely misremembering this i know it but I'm yeah like, no nah, this nah, went from like zero that. to a hundred real quick like what ha- <laughs> and then i looked at the episode list i was like oh it jumped from episode like 10 to episode 16. I was like, oh yeah, no wonder we I've missed a bunch here. You you miss a lot. It, with those reality with those uh teen dramas, you list like one episode, you've missed so many significant parts of yeah. the story that's going on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to do 90210. I gotta finish watching Vampire Diaries. I got to season three and I stopped because I was like this love triangle between brothers that don't die. It's weird. And I can only, I can only take, <laughs> I can only take so much of, uh, what's her name? Um, Nina, Nina, whatever her. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can only take so much of her since she was on Degrassi as well. Fair. Yeah. All right. Anybody want to plug anything? Um, at True Hill SP3, all my content is up on there. You can see all my tweets from yesterday when I was I was sitting on sitting on my top of my vindicated hill as everybody was ragging on uh, flawed Paul and his booking of Monday Night Raw. So that was cool. So check it out at True Hill SP3. What what anything? What were you sitting on the hill about? I was vindicated because everybody was realizing that flawed Paul is not a great booker. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I don't think I've got anything to plug. I don't know. A shock has a good question. Would you do a tier list of say by the bell? hundred percent. Well, well, 100% we would, because we already, me and uh, Jensen did a save by the bell episode of uh degrassi dudes where we talked about saved by the boat but we didn't do the character tier list and there's really only what seven main characters we, well the we, thing yeah. is you need to do three different tier lists because you need to do 
the one where they had Miss Good Bliss. morning, Miss Bliss. And then yes. you need to do the regular the and then the high school or in the college. Say by the bell the college years. No, we need to we make it like oh Dawson's Creek. Yes, you're right. Dawson's Creek is one of my favorites. Yeah. Pacey over everybody. Boy um, Meets World. Boy Meets World, World is another one. Yeah, I'm in on that. I'm in I'm in on all these. These are great suggestions. SB3, you're running this show. Like you you're the one who's doing the all these tier lists and stuff. I they whoever you want for these shows. Go for it. I'm just sure, if you, jumping if you in whenever do I got free Creek time. as well, because I feel like Dawson's Dawson's all One Tree Hill was is the follow up to Dawson's Creek. They just went to a different yeah. city across the across the lake from where Dawson lived, and that's where One Tree Hill is. The staying power of so many of these teen slash college drama shows is insane. Like nine hundred two and oh, people still talk about. Yeah, One Tree Hill freaking ended how long ago, and they still have a yearly like their own Comic Con basically. And they bring the like it sells out, and in, it's insane to me. Insane, it is. I found out like how many people like are there's like a lore of people that just follow One Tree Hill, yes, and that's that's what made me go back last year and re and rewatch the season because I stopped watching the, the time jump in season five. I that was it for me. I watched mm-hmm. that whole season, but I was like, I don't know if I could continue on. And then to find out they did another time jump, I was like, oh god, here, all right, I'll, I'll watch it. And why would the time jump like fourteen months? Like, what the hell? Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but you know, whatever. Why is Sean just being a coward and just posting in the chat? Just get on the stream, Sean. Like you can. Jump in. What's we we, we got to get Sean on One Tree Hill and Dawson's Creek uh, tier tier list. I don't know. I don't know if he watches those shows. <laughs> doesn't matter. It, it gets doesn't matter. He can it's still a draw. <laughs> he fair. can still rank people That's based fair. on our description of them. Am I gonna pay you? Probably not. <laughs> no. Are you gonna pay me? Yeah. I don't pay anybody on this channel. I just want to get paid in getting a GCW hookup when I'm in Los Angeles. Please, John. <laughs> let me get, get get me get me into Bloodsport, please. I don't watch that <laughs> shit. I know the shit that you do watch, so we can rank <laughs> some of that dumb stuff. <laughs> We're gonna do a Friday after next tier list, Sean. Me and you. A Friday. We'll do a LA? Friday tier list. That's yeah. Good. I'm gonna be in LA. Awesome. I will yes. be there. For way too many days. I'm coming, I think, Thursday, and then I'll probably leave Monday. So that's, that's a lot how of long it. I will be there. Yeah, Josh Barnett kicked the shit out of him last year. He's not asking Josh Barnett for anything. I do not ask of Josh Barnett for free shit. <laughs> yeah. Josh Barnett was about to beat his ass last year. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. You do. You do, you do. <laughs> Come on, he did not touch you. Yeah, he did not touch you. He was Can trembling I... in fear. Yeah, Denise Salcedo saved you by hitting you in the dick. Yeah, just yeah. be like, be like, hey, hey, Josh, you don't want no smoke. Help SP3 get into blood. Sport, you don't want Josh. these problems. You don't want these problems. You don't want no problem. I, I'll just come. I'll just come to the door and I'll be like, Sirs. That's what the the SRS goons. That's what we say. Sirs. Are you a fightful um, slut, SP3? I'm a fightful slut. I'm an SRS goon. We out here. I am the 
Fightful Slut. Thank you very much. And you did. You 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 uh, are the reason for this. Time, yeah, I believe. He said, "Oh yeah. look, it's the Fightful Slut," and I'm yeah. like, "Damn, man, what did I do?" Like, <laughs> you broke up with him on Thanksgiving or Valentine's Day or Black History I do Month have to say, or um, St. Patrick's Day. I knew that um, our the stalker would. I'm not going to say his name because he watches every stream that I'm on as well. And then we'll he call will, him, we'll call him crazy Derek. Well, he most likely will post a screenshot of all three of us on his Facebook and say that I left him for you guys. But, um, and he'll probably call you some black man. Cause that's what he calls will every time. He's going he he, to be like, thank God black history months over. And she's going <laughs> to work up with him. <laughs> he said she left me for some black man about Will and Will was like damn <laughs> like, but um I knew when I posted the picture of me with Adam Pierce that I was gonna get the hope they break up wasn't even like 45 minutes got it sent it to him and he was like what the hell <laughs> like he was we we've hit his radar and i'm very sad about that the button the, and the slutting sean says yeah yeah the the wife and i have hit his radar and i'm like Can don't you just don't feel bad because like it, it's just because you're a couple oh i know i look i personally don't care because i'm on screen every single day i'm right. very open and forthright about a lot of things it's more her because she is very protective of that stuff. So I don't know why she's with me, just putting everything out there. But, you know, she's very protective of that stuff. So that's more of what I'm, but like we posted the photo on Twitter and it's just like, oh, hope they break up. Well, you're going to be disappointed, buddy. Hate to break it to you. He posted pictures of like eight different couples yesterday. And I swear it's just random people. He's just finding like random people and he's like, well, they're a couple. Like, okay. Psycho Derek. Yes, yeah, Psycho Derek. He's, gotta, he's, a real, he's, gotta, he's a real. He's a real life Psycho Derek. Yeah, he's he is. He is. Real life. All right, everybody. What can I plug here on this show? We have a new episode of uh, New Japan Bread Club that premieres tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. That is with Matt and Kieran talking about New Japan Bell in the Valley, previewing the New Japan Cup, talking all the world all the news from uh the world of new japan professional wrestling um also tomorrow we have a new episode of indeed uh that's on wednesdays now with mike and reg indeed will be on wednesday evenings because we have an roh show on the main channel thursday evenings with i believe reg and kate plus eight are doing the roh show on the main channel so now indeed is now on wednesdays thursday we will have something whether it be a game stream from twitch or i have an episode of the series in the backlog i have interviews i have plenty of stuff i can run in the backlog i'm amazingly i've got a lot of content um share is gonna do strong style at some point i assume maybe not is yeah I bully we you into do doing it. this we were gonna do it last week but joel um couldn't record and then i was sick so gotcha all right well I'll if i have to record it solo i will and make joel edit it 
Fair. Uh, Thursday. You know what? Thursday might actually be. Maybe I will upload something that I have in the the archive. But Thursday might be a live episode of Wrestling with the Odds with myself at SP3. We might just usually I record that and then I'd upload it on like a Friday or something. But if we don't have anything else running live on Thursday, Thursday we might just do that live. If it's live, it'll be at eleven thirty a.m. Eastern, which means I'm going to jump right off the spotlight and jump right on to do wrestling with the odds here on this channel. So Thursday yeah. might be a live episode of that. Oh, but... check out my interviews with Speedball Mike Bailey. And then yes. today we're dropping my interview with Vinny Pacifico. So check out. Oh, the great I Vinny Pacifico. I love Speedball Mike Bailey. I will 100%. Speedball Mike Bailey is great. I will 100% uh, show you love on the, the Vinny interview. That... Uh, this is a show where we actually break kayfabe. Uh, Vinny, one of the nicest guys in the world, yes. actually like messaged and like checked up on me this, this weekend when he saw I deactivated everything. Like he just absolute great human being. I'm rooting for him and everything that he does. So I look forward to checking out the interview. He was just at the ROH, uh, the AEW Dark. He was. Uh, taping, so. He was, uh, yes, he, he was at the AW tapings. He's doing great stuff on, on social media. If you don't follow him, please do that. Cause, uh, I love his bits with the, the energy drink, getting different people to try the energy drinks and everything he's done with like Gangrel, which was fantastic. Uh, and, and he got his deal. He did. He, told, he, got the he actually deal. told me about that when I recorded my interview and I had to keep it under wraps until he announced it. So oh, great, great brother right there. In the scoops. Uh, yeah, Vinny, Vinny's fantastic. So definitely check that out that interview out with sp3 i'm sure we'll run something from it um i'll make sure it gets run uh on the site um so yeah thursday might be a live episode of wrestling with the odds if it's not live it'll be up on friday it'll be sp3 and i it's our revolution preview betting preview uh episode friday is also coexisting saturday is newsworthy sunday i don't know if Joel and Kate plus eight are doing a show Sunday night. Since we have revolution Sunday night, we will have the revolution watch along as well uh, on Sunday night. So there'll be that. There's plenty of stuff. Uh, a shock says, will you watch AW all access? I might. And not only that, but we might have a post show for AW all access. We're working on potentially doing that. And it's going to be with the people after remove share. Uh, if we do a post show, it'll be with the two names that you see below who might be doing the post show. Uh, not confirmed, but we're, we're speaking about doing this. Let me go look at it. Just speaking put it back on screen as she glares into the camera. <laughs> 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 All right, everybody. That's going to do it for this episode of FMC. We'll be back next week to talk more about MILF Manor and other stuff, I guess. Nothing else matters. In the challenge draft. Manor. Yeah, we do have the challenge draft. Who cares about that? Milf Manor. That's all anybody cares about. I Bye, everyone. At some point we will sign me up for some show. Yeah, we have to do that too. We have a lot Love of bets that we just Love Isla like UK. Yes. <laughs> you could be on that. <laughs>